Do you remember the first story that was so spellbinding that it drove you to break the rules and stay up all night? To keep reading, keep listening, keep playing? So good you forgot your life and lived there? So good that the moment it ended you asked yourself, what next? Welcome to the floor. Our goal is to take you back, take you deeper, to explore and understand more, and relive that childlike wonder. Join us as we dive deep into humanity's greatest stories, no matter how they are told, through books, movies, television, even games. One of us does an in-depth research on our topic. One of us is familiar with the topic. And one of us knows nothing. So the right questions will always be asked and will be addressed for anyone coming into the topic, regardless of how much you know. Enjoy another world another adventure, another spellbinding story. Join us on the floor. Welcome back to our news episode. We're going to start out in the Xenoverse. So first going to talk about Prey. Prey was Hulu's most successful premiere to date. Uh, this makes pretty good promise that we will see a Prey 2, but nothing official as of yet. It also was the highest rated on Rotten Tomatoes for a Predator movie. So, we've got all that going for it. Do you guys, do you guys want a, a Prey 2? So, I yeah. want a Prey 2 based off of uh, the movie that I saw and us talking about it and all the ways they could go. I am strongly in the camp of, yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> I'm strong. I am strongly in the camp of sure. Why not? So, I mean, for me, like I said, I, I will, I will continue to cling to the open was slow, but the second half of the movie is just awesome. You know, it is. I, I, I really enjoyed the second half of the movie once everything got going, but you know, when Eli going through talking about it, explaining it, like there was a lot of little details that they just did so well that I missed and Eli caught for his little mm. walkthroughs for us. So that was great. What what I would like in a prey to though, is I would like to have the descendants <clears throat> of the brother or I, I like the sister's kids would be close enough, but have them trained to fight like the brother did. <laughs> And so we can get like 40% of the movie to be that instead of like 2% like it was in Prey. Because that was easily the coolest thing I that have ever seen. That was the coolest fight, the brother fight. Yeah. Not even in that it movie, was just like well, ever. But I mean, we do have the hint that right, like right now, that flint lock pistol that is this Predator artifact is currently in the hands of the Comanche. So I think if we see a Prey 2, something happens and they end up working together. And they give that pistol to the predators, right? Mm, and predator doesn't really steal <laughs> stuff, right? Like that's not a. Thing. If he claims a trophy, it's a skull, right? Yeah. <laughs> they were like, what, "You brought a pistol back. This is your trophy. Do you not understand the game here? <laughs> you know we have better weapons than this. Yeah, right? you're gonna have to go back to Anatomy 101 because that is not a human skull. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What other news we got? <sighs> We also have Aliens Dark Descent coming. This is going to be a squad base RTS and said uh, from the demo that was released that it's more than just an XCOM clone and more true to the story that is 
Aliens. You have me so excited right now. That's my game. <laughs> this <laughs> is Joe's game. This is my style. These, I love these. I love these. <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, it's said that it will kind of have some elements of horror that we get the feelings from uh, Alien Isolation. Um, and as well as a promise that uh, uh, when you change and affect the environment, it's permanent. Um, you have to set up safe zones for yourself. You, you, you know, you, you've really got to go in with a team and explore these dangerous infested areas. So, um, okay. But it's going to be like XCOM, like that turn based. Um, I can't tell. Well, it says RTS. So, I, I think real it's, time. it's okay. yeah, I think you're in real time, but you still have the functionality that you feel with XCOM, right? You just is, know it's, it's top down, so you got top your down. team, okay, but it's a smaller team, mm, nice and dark. Is, is um, it nice so, and dark? So, is it three player, four player, one player? It's single player, you're gonna have to do this one alone. Oh, yay, I will feel a lot like prey in this one. And we might be able to do the workaround with our oh, what's that program we use? Parsec. I mean, that's Parsec. only if it's if if it's turn based because it's a real time. Right. Uh, yeah, Parsec was a work, unit yeah. of measurement in Star Wars. <laughs> it is. Uh, it is. Yeah. It's and, actually not. We we can actually talk. This is news, okay, guys. It's a unit quick. of time. No, because no, uh, it's a unit of distance. So oh, okay. so uh, in that. That they got the script from it because Han Solo is talking about parsecs, yeah, and he uses it wrong. But in like the the script says that uh, what's his name Obi Wan like rolls his eyes at him because he knows that Han's a doofus and doesn't know what he's talking about. Well, but if you've watched Solo, they wrote that story in a way that Han's statement that he's done it in parsecs, right? He's actually done this space run shorter than is possible not faster but shorter and therefore a lot faster comes true because the reason the kessel run has to be run a certain way is because it's going through this like it's kind of like a, a storm and so you have to follow a specific path to get to the storm he creates a shortcut in the storm which allows him to take a straight route instead of the windy weird path and therefore doing it in in a shorter parsecs than anyone else and faster oh. than anyone else so when they make the solo movie, they correct this so that that's lame. I liked the other way better. I like <laughs> that like Han Solo doesn't understand everything else, but he's just so suave he gets it done anyways. He gets it done. Anyways. I like that character. Oh well. <laughs> anyway, uh, I, Eli, you got any more news got? for us? That is what I have for the Xenoverse. Okay. Anything um, else in your universes? In the Dooneyverse. We have Dune Spice Wars. This is an RTS um, that I've mentioned, not in our news, but I've mentioned before. Uh, They have now enabled multiplayer, so I will see you on Arrakis. They also released their fifth playable house, the Imperial House Carino. So you get to be the Emperor. Now, this game I've tried out, and it has a very big learning curve. You have to watch (laughs) your own economy or be devoured from the inside out. Arrakis is a dangerous world and is not cheap to live on. So this will be one that we can play together, but to be honest, I am on my fourth time playing it and just completely failed. 
uh, yeah. first three times. <laughs> so it's rough. So it's that hard. Yes, yes. This is a hard game. Is I it still... on Steam? Yes. Yep. It's yeah. on Steam. And if people were to want to get it hypothetically, how much does it cost? Is it like a ten dollar, twenty, sixty dollar? Thirty dollars, twenty nine oh, ninety nine. Perfect. Okay. Well, check it out if you want to <clears throat> fail or do better than Eli. So it's still in a uh, early access mode. So they, they'll probably have an official release and and maybe a campaign that comes out with it. I'm not sure, um, but that's where it's at right now. Now let's get to cyberpunk news. They have just breached twenty million dollars, twenty million copies sold, and since April of this year, they have sold eighteen million. Um, this puts them into the top uh, sellers on Steam. They are eighth as of last night. Wow! They have seen a two hundred thirty-four percent increase of numbers of streamers playing the game, as well as three hundred twenty-nine percent rise in viewers. So, and a lot of this hype comes from Cyberpunk Edge Runners, which they heavily crossed over <laughs> to the game as well. Before we talk about Cyberpunk. Uh, edge runners, uh, the, their next DLC for Cyberpunk 2077 is Phantom Liberty, that'll feature a whole new district as well as returning Keanu Reeves to the role of Johnny Silverhand. And that, and that really all this means is that 2078 looks like it will be a go. Uh, which is what they will do probably after they develop their next Witcher game. They'll come back and develop 2078 sequel to 2077. You know, that's, I think that's so interesting that they're doing that well despite the disastrous release. Right. Oh, no. They, they, they had, uh, one of the developers, uh, he's got this really, uh, wholesome moment where he's like, you know, after, edge runners releases and seeing how well everything is going he's like thanking everyone he's like man we've been working so hard on this and there's that big rough patch but like we are there like this is where we want to be and, and nice. they've done a great job and highly recommend it. it's great great game before <laughs> we talk about the tv show google cloud service gaming service stadia is a streaming great gaming platform hosting 2077 so it's you could stream hard games uh you know to your tv or whatnot and uh right it's this new cloud gaming concept and uh well i mean so here's i'll bring this up just because you're talking cloud gaming cloud gaming has been attempted for the last 10 years and every time it has fallen on its face because you died a lag Mm, I see. I see. So I don't, you know, I don't know if they, if anyone has found the fix for this, right? Right. Well, so the reason I bring this up is Stadia has announced that they're going to phase out the program. Uh, Google's going to shut down the program eventually, right? They're doing oh. kind of a, sl- a soft close, which means a lot of people are going to be losing their games. And if you're interested in other people who are attempting cloud gaming, uh, Amazon has Luna, Microsoft yep. has xCloud, and Navita has GeForce. So if you've never heard about that, like me, and first time getting into it, you know, I wanted yeah. to make sure you knew where you could try that out if you were wanting yeah. to. 
So yeah, the promises of cloud gaming are grand. Like you don't have to update all your software or anything. You don't have to, you know, worry about any of the the specs required to run a game or anything because they're running it on, you know, top end PCs somewhere else. But again, lag has become a big issue. I suppose if you're playing like an XCOM style game, it's not going to get you killed because you just wait till the lag clears and then make your choices then. But most games are not turn-based and uh, yeah. All right. Well, that's my news for me. I will go ahead and dive in next then. Um, let's see where are my news. Okay, so in D and D, we have a new Dragonlance adventure book, Shadow of the Dragon Queen, and this will be coming out alongside a new Dragonlance novel, Warriors of Kryn. So they are both in pre-order, so kind of doubling down on that world right now for D&D. In the world of The Witcher, Dark Horse Comics uh, is to release a new Witcher series, The Ballad of the Two Wolves. And Netflix is working on a new Witcher series, Blood Origin. So this will be a prequel and likely based on the name about the history of Cirilla's bloodline. Uh, And some some of the things that happened where things went off track in the creation of their super baby. And... Fun. So, uh, in the Game of Thrones world, uh, they are working on a series for Jon Snow with Kit Harrington returning as Jon Snow. And this is about Jon going north of the wall. I'm assuming this is after the, uh, Game of Thrones series on TV show ended because I haven't read about this in the books. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, in other news, they are also developing a House of Baratheon series. Uh, so this will be a another pull from the history of Westeros, focused on the rise of the House of Baratheon. So if you if this doesn't ring a bell right off the top, uh, Baratheon, Baratheon is the king who overthrows the Targaryens and... Mm. So he reigns on the Iron Throne for a short time, and it is his death, along with the death of Ned Stark, that starts the conflict that is the Game of Thrones, right? Okay. So so when uh, the Mad King is ruling on the Iron Throne, it is Robert Baratheon who rallies the rebellion and leads the armies against the Targaryens, and they overthrow the last of the Targaryen line putting Robert Baratheon on the throne. So, but yeah, so this will be the history of his house. So Barath, the Baratheons begin as a warlord under Aegon Targaryen, and he conquers the Stormhold Keep and is then made Lord over that. And that is the beginning of the Baratheons. So this will be their, their series. Um, Lord of the Rings, there've been some mixed reviews on the Rings of Power, largely centered on the fact that Tolkien didn't have a ton of notes on this time period in Middle Earth. But there's a few very specific ones he had that the show has ignored. And that has Ooh. upset diehard fans of the series. Very interesting choice on their hand, you know, to know that there would be diehard fans coming in. And those diehard fans would have read those notes and that been very clear that they chose to ignore them. So interesting. Yeah, very interesting choice on the creators there to to do that. Uh, and then in Brandon Sanderson, the last of the Alcatraz versus the Evil Librarian series released in all formats, and that is Bastille versus the Evil Librarians. And then uh, for the Stormlight series, there are uh, miniatures currently in a Kickstarter um, there. So miniatures like you'd have for like a D&D game or something like that. So and that is it for me. All right, I'm going to talk about my universes. No, we're done. 
right. Well, <laughs> people are going to be pissed at show because you find it cool. <laughs> I also think it'd be good for us to mention which universes we will be covering prior to, prior to going through them. So that's probably the ones, a good idea. That's probably a good idea. So the ones I have I'm going through is Monsterverse, DC Universe, and DC Universe is kind of fickle because they have a couple different ones right now. Uh, Marvel... And then Foundation. Foundation's really quick. They just confirmed that they're going to be doing a season two for Apple TV. So if you enjoyed it, definitely check that out. There'll be more updates here coming soon. As far as Marvel, uh, there's obviously so many movies and shows coming out. It's ridiculous. You're getting a sequel to most everything, Black Panther, uh, Ant-Man and Wasp, and, and so on. But the the I'm going to pick the important ones here. Uh, Blade. I'm going to butcher a name here, but Bassan Tariq will no longer be directing Blade. It was set to release in November 2023. They're still on track from what it sounds like, but they normally don't tell you that it's going to be later till a lot closer to the release date. So mm-hmm. keep an eye on that one. Uh, as far as DC Universe, uh, Super Pets released in July. I didn't cover it because Ace is supposed to be a German Shepherd. Uh, that's Whoa. Batman's dog, and I don't like that they changed that because I'm kind of a, a true DC fan. Mm. Like they 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 made him like Why? a boxer or something. Why change it though? Like I don't I don't understand. Like I I don't either. Like Bat- Batman's dog has always been to some like some type of just German Shepherd or or something similar mm. in any iteration, and like a, a boxer's not really similar at all uh black adam i've actually been waiting for this since 2013 that comes out <laughs> since 2013 yes. Jeez. Since, yes because nine they, years <laughs> yes because they they had teased the rock playing him for since then uh so it's, it's been a long time coming but that comes out next this month now it's coming out in october blue beetle uh live action for blue beetle comes out uh, in 2023, the main character for Jaime is actually the character in Cobra Kai. Main character in Cobra Kai. Have you seen, have you seen that? Oh, I, I've I seen that episode it, too. So I, I don't know how to say his name. Uh, they never said it in Cobra Kai, uh, but it's like Zolo Mariduina. Oh, so it's not, uh, is it Cody Zedek? What? It's the- not the main Cobra Kai, dude. Yeah, no, so that, no, it's it's like the the kid that it follows. Okay, okay, because like I said, I think I've only seen the first episode, and Cody Zadek is the one it follows in the in the first episode. He's kind of the main dude for the beginning. I oh oh, you mean uh, the guy who played Johnny or whatever? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, he yeah. Johnny trains this kid. So this is okay. Yeah, and then MonsterVerse, two good things. It is confirmed that there will be a Godzilla versus Kong two that should be in twenty twenty. I thought they had left. Wait. With mutual respect. Well, they might be fighting someone else. I think they probably did. And then they read all the like arguments on Facebook and Twitter and Reddit. And <laughs> I'm fired up. And they were like, you know what? These guys made some excellent points about me. I would totally win for these reasons. And then the other one was like, no, I would. And then bet. See you in 2024. Also, there will be a Netflix animated show for Skull Island that sh- is said to release this year, which we don't have a lot of months left, and it doesn't say what month. Mm, okay. But that is that is my universes in, in – a. oh, actually, there's one more. I saved this one for last. So in Marvel, 
was gonna say uh, we should Marvel always has news. The, well, yeah, no, there, I could I could do Marvel for hours, but there's only there's only so many I could do before it's just reading a list. Deadpool three is is set to release. Uh, that it's confirmed. I think that's September twenty twenty four. But the way they teased it is uh, looks like Hugh Jackman will be in it. What is the Wolverine? Yeah. What he said he was done. He did. The trailer is literally just just uh, Ryan Reynolds sitting there. You guys should go watch it if you haven't seen it. It's just Ryan Reynolds <laughs> sitting on a couch, just talking about like how do we make? I'm trying to figure out all these great ideas to uh, make Deadpool three as original and amazing as you know the other ones. They've all been unique, and you know it's Ryan Reynolds like just all these different cuts of him doing different things, and then he's like, "I've got nothing," and then you see Hugh Jackman watch walk out of the kitchen behind him, and he's like, "Hey Hugh, do you want to play Wolverine again?" And you just hear Hugh go. Okay. <laughs> and that's the trailer. Like that's 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 the announcement trailer. So everybody get get psyched. Nice. Nice. So we're finally going to see those two together. So I think it'll be a uh, straight man funny man kind of thing. The, fu- the the funny thing is is that uh in one of the Wolverine movies Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. Yeah. Right. Yep. This will be. So the they have done time. this before. Yeah. No, he's not Deadpool he, though. He's he's he was a different kind of a Deadpool. Yeah. No, that's not Deadpool. They they <laughs> no, that, no. They, he was Weapon X. Yeah. At no point was he Deadpool. <laughs> that was no Deadpool is the Merc with the mouth. That is his, like the second half of his name. Uh-huh. If they sewed his mouth shut, he is not Deadpool. Not <laughs> uh, no. That's any why any other news? Though. They were just sick of the yapping. <laughs> like, does yeah, he ever you... shut up? No. So it's shut. We're Didn't done. they have it? It was grown over. No, they sewed. No, it no, shut. they sewed, they it, sewed shut. it. Okay, yeah. okay. So because, like, so uh, Wolverine and him go on a few missions where he is just constantly talking and everything. And when they upgrade him to Weapon X, they do sew his mouth shut. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. It's been a minute since I watched that one. Hopefully they do a good job there. I'm really excited to see if uh, like Wolverine remembers him or how they do it. But that's definitely going to be a good one. Do we have any so. other news to go over? I believe that is it. Sweet. We could gush over the cyberpunk episode here if you want, or put it somewhere else. Put it somewhere uh, else. <laughs> this is a news episode. All yeah, right. uh, cyberpunk edge runners on Netflix. Very good, but keep in mind it is an anime. And it is definitely set properly in the cyberpunk universe. So if you are a cyberpunk fan, you understand that cyberpunk has way more gore and blood. And yeah, it is mature content. And mature content, like mature content is, is like child content in, compared to, in comparison to this kind of mature content. Cyberpunk is its own beast. I was watching that with my roommates and they were like, uh, is it always this gory? I was like, ah, it's just the cyberpunk universe. So be prepared, <laughs> yeah. but it's a really good show. Thank you for listening. And uh, we would love feedback on the news episodes. If these are something you really like, want us to keep doing, or maybe something you want us to phase out and just focus on the deep dive content. Uh, let us know. Thanks for listening. Leave us a review. Tell us why you like listening to us. Is it our awesome deep dives? Is it our amazing back and forth? Is it our charming good looks? What would you like us to add or change? You can put that in the review as well. We read reviews. Yeah, and if you're going to be leaving us a review telling us what you like about it, maybe 
you even want to share the content with your friends, uh, like and share on social media. You can join us on Twitter and Facebook. We post memes. And we actually started a Discord, so come play with us. So uh, a lot of the worlds we cover have a retcon. Uh, if you're not familiar with that term, it's reconstruction. Or sometimes we might uh, use a bad source for some of our lore research. And if that happens, uh, feel free to email us at floorfantasyandlore at gmail.com. That is floor spelled F-L-O-R-E, fantasyandlore at gmail.com. And if you're angry enough, we'll read it on the air. (laughs) Yes, we will. Also, the treasure room is now available. We have locked a few secrets for everything we cover in there. And each week... We add more. And uh, you can find the treasure room on patreon.com backslash floor fantasy and lore. And how do you spell that, Aaron? That's lore with an F at the beginning. So it sounds like floor, but it's not the floor you're thinking because it's our floor. uh, We hope you enjoyed your time on the floor. Uh, Think about your favorite part of the episode. Now think about your nerdiest friend. Who is it? What is their name? They want to know about the floor. Stop holding out on them. Go and tell them about your favorite part. Because all of this is more fun together.